the Iran nuclear deal because when shortly after President Biden took office. That was something that was uh, the top of headlines, a lot of discussion surrounding it. And now it seems to have, have disappeared. Why is that? Well, on this show, if you remember many times, including over this year and the previous year, we've had that discussion. And the projection was that we made in our discussion was that the Biden administration is dead set on going and signing this agreement. And they made a couple of mistakes. One was to wait too long last summer because they had another deal with the Taliban that may have lost them the Iran deal. At this point in time, Amanda, it is going to be very difficult, especially for that group within the administration, the negotiators, and the group which in Washington is identified as the Iran lobby or the Iran deal lobby to convince the American public. And guess who else? The new majority in Congress that now is the time to sign an agreement which is going to be sending billions of dollars to a regime which is now oppressing, suppressing, harming and killing women, girls, boys, and minorities. So that's the equation. Yes, the administration wants to sign that deal, but reality on the ground has changed at this point. All right, welcome back. It's Tuesday. You know, of course, Joe Biden wants to make a deal with the devil. Why not, right? I mean, I'm sure he's already done that once in his life, at least. Um, the Iranian deal. It's a program that restricts Iran's nuke program. They don't want them to further it along to where they would obviously have nuclear weapons at their disposal. That's, that is the theory behind it. You know, it always sounds good. It's always wrapped up in a pretty package, but it's never what they say it is. You know, politicians are very good at dressing something up pretty and giving it a good name and making you think the best of it and only giving you little pieces of what's actually in the plan that are appealing to people around. In actuality, the plan's crap. We're going to be sending a terrorist organization billions of dollars, really with no oversight, that they promise that they're not going to enrich <laughs> enrich their uranium and make nuclear weapons just on a promise. Because so, yeah, really, you think they're going to tell you the truth? I mean, do you truly believe a terrorist nation like Iran is going to let you see all of their facilities and they're going to allow you to just, yeah, this is what we're doing. This is all of our technology. This is all we have. They're not going to hide anything at all from you. I mean, do you really believe that? Hey, the government wants you to believe that. That's what they're selling you, right? Okay. During the protest, to show you how good these people are, you know, the people that we keep fighting for, you have people in Congress that would support these group of people. During the protest, leaked audio uh, shows that at least 100 women and girls were killed. What were they protesting for? They were protesting for their freedom, for the ability to go to school, the ability to drive a car, not to have to cover their faces up. Basic fundamental rights that most everybody else on the planet enjoy. Certainly here in America, you don't have to worry about putting anything on your face. Nowadays, you, you got to worry if women are going to put anything on their body because I don't know, everybody, uh, some must've got a hidden message that I didn't get that no matter what you look like, what size you are, how young you are, how old you are, it's okay to dress trashy all the time, every day. So apparently uh, they must have a different memo going around here in the United States over there. They're just trying to 
you know, in a desert climate, not wear a wrap around their head and cover their face. I can only imagine how hot it must be over there. And they'd like to have that freedom. You know, we're, we, we complain so much over here. So I always tell people, if you, you think it's bad over here, why don't you try living somewhere else and see, see how that works out for you. But Joe Biden, these are the people that he wants to do business with. He wants to give them millions upon billions of dollars. So, you know, I mean, it makes sense if I guess if you're a Democrat. Uh, 43 years Iran has spread terror around the world. In 1979, it began and it hasn't stopped since then. They partner, obviously, with other terrorist organizations like the Taliban and Hezbollah. In in November 4th, 1979, they stormed the U.S. Embassy in Tehran where they took uh, 50 U.S. citizens hostage and they held them for 440 days. Under who? Who did they do that under? Oh, right. Another weak president. Another Democrat. Jimmy Carter. And, of course, why were they so uh, emboldened to do that? Well, when you know the president of the United States is not going to retaliate when you attack America, an American citizen or citizens or military, uh, they're going to do whatever they want to do. And it's amazing that we're even still dealing with these people. Why don't... They blackball them. Why don't they blacklist them like they do North Korea and anywhere else? We're not trading with you. We're not helping you. We're going to starve you out financially until you guys change your ways. No, instead, we're going to enrich them on a promise that they're not going to do anything with nuclear weapons. They are so close to possessing nuclear weapons if they don't have them already. Again, you're not going to see their true numbers. If they don't, But through what people do know, they are so close at possessing one. And these are the type of people that will go right into Times Square and set it off. Okay, let's go give them money. Makes sense. Uh, If you don't, if you think holding American citizens for 440 days was bad enough, between 82 and 92, Hezbollah abducted nearly 100 foreign nationals in Lebanon. Um... Some were American citizens, some were other citizens from around the world. They held them captive. Some were tortured and killed. Some were let go in the end, but terror nonetheless. Now, they also bombed the U.S. Embassy in Beirut in 83, killing 63 Americans. They also bombed uh, the U.S. barracks at Beirut Airport and killed almost 250 Marines and wounded 100 more Marines. Okay, These are not the people you make deals with. They will not comply no matter what you are signing. They are not going to do it. But yet, Biden continues to go down that path. Biden still wants to revisit that. There has to be more to it. There's always something else going on in the background. This is just like when Obama is delivering pallet loads of cash in the middle of the night Biden's going to deliver pallet loads of cash. Biden pulls out of Afghanistan, leaves pallet loads of cash, plus billions in military equipment. You are literally enriching the terrorist nations that despise us the most, that think we are a joke, that are literally laughing in our faces right now because they see how weak our leadership is, while I'm sure they're planning their next greatest attack. Where will it be in the United States? Nobody knows, but I'm sure we are going to find out sooner or later. Joe Biden and his administration really are going to be the death of the world. These people are so stupid. 
I, I'm, I, I don't even know how they have ascended to the positions that they're in. I have no idea. Uh, these are some of the dumbest people on the planet. Now, nobody says that a politician is a wise person, but you would like to think that if you're electing people to be, a, to be officials, to hold office, that maybe they know a little bit more about that type of thing than you do. You know, you may be an expert at something and they're an expert at that. Okay. You may be an expert plumber. You know everything about plumbing. Yeah. Great trade. You know everything. A little dirty, but it's good. You make good money doing it. Okay. They probably don't know anything about plumbing because you're the guy they call. But you would think on their end where you would say, I don't really know that much about politics. They should know as much about politics as you know about plumbing. But at the end of the day, when you really dig into these people, I don't even think they have 10% of what you would know about plumbing is what they know about uh, politics. They know how to maybe be articulate in the way they speak. They know how to be charismatic. They know how to get you to vote for them. And then once they get in office, I guess they rely on people around them to do the work for them. That, that's going to be my assumption because, like I said, these have to be some of the stupidest people on the planet. It's hard to say that I could find any more stupid or foolish than politicians right now. You don't deal with terrorist nations that could potentially harm the United States, that have already harmed the United States, and they are always looking to attack us. You don't deal with them. You don't give them money. We don't do that with North Korea. Why are you doing it with Iran? All right. Title 42 temporarily will remain in place pending uh, John Roberts requested that the government send him some more information. You had 19 states that are uh, uh, suing him, suing the government, basically telling him that Title 42 needs to stay in place for now. Um, And it's a good thing temporarily, but that is not the long-term fix to this. The long-term fix to this is much more simple. Go down to the border and fix the border. It's not that complicated. Shut the border down. Situate everything. Get everything sorted out and then reopen the border and you only allow X amount of people to come through. Right now, you got immigrants coming across the border that more or less are saying Joe Biden invited them. They think it's an open border. We know it's an open border. The left, however, would like to say it's not an open border, but at the end of the day, when you're having millions upon millions of people walk across the border and they're allowed entry into this country, that would be an open border. So Title 42, I'm glad that it's going to temporarily stay where it's at. Unfortunately, that does not solve the problem that we have going forward in the United States. We're going to have, at a minimum, two more years possibly five more, five million more migrants come across the southern border in the course of these two years before we have a shot at putting a conservative, a Republican, somebody that actually cares about the border in the White House where we could stop this influx of people coming into the United States. That's where we're at with that. I wanted to give you an update because we just talked about that yesterday. Also, I know you have been sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for this because I got to tell you, it, I mean, it's prime time. I was, I was all over it. I was, you got to watch it, right? You got to love it. You, you watch it. You love it. It's amazing. It's, it's captivating. It's mesmerizing. You're watching everything to do with the January 6th because you already lived it. So I'm sure you know what happened. But now we got to put all the razzle-dazzle to it. Now we got to put it in prime time. So we've sucked uh, sucked in the audience. And, and I mean, I can't even imagine what the numbers are. My God, they, there must have been at least 100 people that watched. <laughs> well, 
funny thing, they're going to recommend some com- uh, criminal referrals to the DOJ. Before that, I-, I would like to play you an audio clip of one of the members that would like to recommend charges to the DOJ, what they think should be investigated if the DOJ picks it up. I'd like you to hear what he has to say because it's no different than what Trump was saying in 2020. But I guess, you know, you know, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander. I guess that's where we're at. Here that is. What purpose is member right? Uh, I have an objection because 10 of the 29 electoral votes cast by Florida were cast by electors not lawfully certified because they violated Florida's prohibition against dual office holding. Debate is out of order. Section 15 and 17 of the Title III of the United States Code require that any objection be presented in writing, signed by both members of the House of Representatives, both a member of the House of Representatives and a senator. Is the objection in writing and signed not only by the member of the House of Representatives, but also by a senator? Is in writing, Mr. President. Is it signed by a senator? Not as of yet, Mr. President. In that case, the objection cannot be entertained. So keep in mind, these are the same people that are going after Trump saying that he's an election denier and how dare he, because that's one of the biggest things is that he would not accept the results of the 2020 election. Well, that was Jamie Raskins, Democrat, Maryland. That was older. That was back in 2017 when he did that. But he did, in fact, deny the election here in the state of Florida. He wanted to challenge the election because he didn't like the results that they gotten. Okay, that being said, again, you know, it's it's always hypocritical with Democrats. The charges that they are referring to the Department of Justice for Donald J. Trump is obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to make a false statement, and inciting, uh, assisting, or aiding, and confronting an insurrection against the country as well as conspiracy to defraud the United States. I want you to keep in mind, these are more or less suggestions that go to the DOJ. The DOJ would have to investigate into these, see if they are even able or anybody would even convict to go to trial on any anything that they are saying here. Um, when somebody tells you to go over to the Capitol, Capitol peace, peacefully protest, they also tell you that we're the party of law and order, no violence in capital letters. When, when they're telling you that, that's kind of the opposite of an insurrection. You know, it's a little leery there for me. You would think an insurrection would be go get them, boys. You know, go full bore, go in there, take them all out. We're taking this country back. I mean, there would be guns involved. Again, I, I said this in the past, but if that actually was an insurrection, that was the poorest attempt at an insurrection in the history of the world. I think I, I think we could have gotten together uh, 12-year-olds to pull off a better insurrection than that. But that's what they want to go to. Uh, obstruction of an official proceeding, that would have to, you'd have to prove that he tried to stop what was happening. He was not in the building. Uh, they, You had people there that were not, the election wasn't, clear to them. They still certified the election anyway. He didn't have any hand in trying to delay or stop proceedings and they didn't stop or get delayed. Conspiracy to defraud the United States is pretty stupid. Conspiracy to make a false statement. What false statement is he making? That the election was stolen? I think we all see 
from the Twitter drop that just came out, how involved the government was at suppressing information that, on all accounts, could have easily changed the outcome of the 2020 election. So, theoretically, you could say that is one way of stealing it. We also know for a fact in different states and different counties and different cities that there have been prosecutions for the 2020 election for all types of uh, misdeeds during the election. Were they enough to change the outcome of the election? We will never know. But to say that he made a false statement would be there has been no election fraud found. We certainly didn't have the Twitter drop, drop out. We have no evidence whatsoever, and he's basically lying to the public. However, even if he happens to be making a false statement, which Democrats live by, okay, it is a free country and you can say whatever you want. If he feels that the election was stolen, he is entitled by our First Amendment right to say that there were problems with the election and it was stolen. Simple as that. I would like to see what moron, what moron of a lawyer would even take this up if the DOJ even does anything with it anyways. Right now, the DOJ already has a special counsel investigating President Trump for documents that they clearly know are declassified, but they want to play like they're not declassified, and now we're getting into uh, a measuring match where we asked you to return some stuff. You Maybe you delayed a little bit. However, it went back and forth. You raided the guy's home, and he's being investigated for that. This also, to me, looks like an attack on a political opponent. They know he has announced and that he's running for president for 2024. And now you're going to go after him. Not only are they going after him for the documents, but they're also now would like them to go after him and investigate him for all of this nonsense. This man has been investigated for years and years now. At what point do Americans, see, the the problem is Americans are, the the ones that hate Trump, they're so filled with hate, they won't listen to reason. You won't even try to look at it objectively. You just hate the man, so you just want to see the worst of the worst happen to him. You want him to go down, even if there's nothing wrong. Even if you have no evidence, they just want to see him in jail just out of satisfaction because they hate the man. Okay, but at what point do they step back from that and go, let me, let me, let me just, let me calm myself let me look at this objectively. Did he actually do anything wrong? Was it actually an insurrection? Let me up, let me look up the real definition of what insurrection even means. Did he do any of the things that he's being accused of? Why don't you look a little bit into documents? Is he allowed to declassify? Is he not allowed to declassify? You know, if you take a little time and look into these things, you'd be amazed at what you would find. You'd be amazed at the truth that would be revealed to you. And then all of a sudden, you still may not like him. But if we're going to have a fair and honest system here, do you put an innocent man in jail just because you don't like him? Because if that was the case, I guarantee, if you're honest with yourself, there's plenty of people that don't like you. So that means that they're allowed to put you in jail because they could claim that you've done all these wrongdoings, that you're a liar, you've lied to them, you've been mean to them, you've done whatever, you should go to jail. Do you think that's the rule that we should be living by here in the United States? We are so far off the rails. Has to, there, there has to be a point where we come back. Has to be a point where we take a deep breath. Forget about political sides. Let's get back to some basic fundamentals. The Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Bible. Let's get back to those three. And I think that we will end up in a pretty good place. I think our forefathers were smart enough 
to not only what rules to put into place and how to put them in place, but to give you a way to change them on a big majority, but a way to change them nonetheless in case over time, as they understood that it would, some of these laws and some of these rules would end up being dated. They'd be out of date because times change. It's progress. We move forward. They were smart enough men to know how to do that. If you follow the Constitution as written, if you follow our Bill of Rights as written, we already are in a good spot. That's why we have lasted as long as we have. If you add God into that, which would be, to me, most important, because everything that you read, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, was all divinely written. You go back, and again, if you find truth, you look up history, everything in the United States was inspired through a promise to God that we would live in this country under his law. Well, we're not living under his law anymore. I don't know what, I don't know what we're living under, but it ain't, it ain't his law. And that's why things are the way they are. But if you get back to those three, we could start moving forward again in a positive way. Donald Trump should not be investigated for any of these things. The documents, even if there's a misunderstanding, as long as you return them, what is the, what is the problem? 90% of all of our previous presidents are granted leeway. You know, they, they don't attack them that way. They'll communicate with them. They'll all work it out, give each other back stuff. Most of the time, you probably don't even hear any of it in the news because it's not newsworthy. The only reason you're hearing any of this is this is a constant attack on one man. They hate this man because he is not part of the establishment, because he rocked the boat and he rocked it hard, because he pulled the drain plug and started draining the swamp, because he pulled the curtain off of the of the Wizard of Oz and you got to see Oz back there pulling the strings and doing the lights. That's why they're attacking this man. He shouldn't be persecuted for any of this. He hasn't broken any laws and you will see and I can almost guarantee they're not going to go after him with any of their requests that they investigate into this because they know at the end it's all for show. Nobody's going to touch that. Nobody's going to take that to court because you can't prove any of it. It would be easily dismissed and that would be a defeat for them. So if they want to continue the show, they may file some paperwork and the DOJ has accepted it and they're going to look into it. And then like most everything else, why I played the Iran thing in the, in the beginning is they fade away and people are busy and paying attention to what's happening now. What not, what happened three months ago. And you know, one day someone will go, whatever happened to those charges that they were going to get Trump on? Uh, did anybody hear anything about that? They did, did they ever do anything? No. Because nobody would touch it. It's a waste of time. You're never going to get him with that. The documents, him being tried in D.C., that's a little different. I mean, he's in swampland. Okay? You're not getting a fair trial in D.C. If you're a conservative, good luck. You ain't getting a fair trial in D.C. Chances are he goes to court there. He gets put in front of a jury. He's going to get convicted on something. Is he going to serve any time? Hard to say. But they're going to try to hammer this guy if they can. And in D.C., they pretty much can. So I, that one I would watch. See what this special investigation that they're doing right now with him regarding all the documents. We'll see where that goes. 
that one's going to be uglier for sure. But what the show trial just presented is a bunch of nonsense. By the way, they're also going after McCarthy and a couple other people for not wanting to testify and asking them to look into them and some committees. It, it's a nonsense. It, it's just, it's, 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 it's all nonsense. Uh, all right. Man, we're getting it. Every day's, every day's a little closer. Jingle bells. <laughs> Jingle bells. Batman smells. It's coming. Sunday's Christmas Day. It's right around the corner. Yeah, this is your, uh, what is today? The uh, the, the uh, 20th. Yeah. Four-day countdown. You can't shop on Christmas Day. You got four days to get it together. You better get it together. <laughs> you better not, better not show up without any gifts. You know, don't be that guy that shows up to 7-Eleven and you're buying all the little $5 crap off there to make up for it just because you didn't buy something. Get your stuff together. All right. If you like what you hear, please rate and review me. Uh, it's always a great help, especially with Apple. If you'd like to check out anything else I do, littlejoecc.com. If you want to contact me, go to the contact section. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. We will do it again tomorrow.